start this episode, you can't hear yourself. She goes, I can't hear myself. And then she picks up the microphone and she goes, now I can hear myself. These are microphones we use them to talk into. We do a podcast. This is episode 316. Hey, Tasha Courtney. Hey, Dave Neal. Merry Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas Eve. It's a Merry Christmas Eve. Coming to you live from Louisville, Kentucky, 423 Main Street. <laughs> Apartment, second floor, guest room. Um, I like that we got a, we got upgraded in your parents' guest room here. I know. This is our first year in the guest room. We went from basement. Actually, no. First year, I went from the small guest room, which had Noah's Ark wallpaper, mm-hmm. which is very hard to have a wet dream to Noah's Ark wallpaper. <laughs> Not impossible. Very hard. Uh, you're starting to look at like, oh, there's two llamas. Great. How's that going to turn into? And then, uh, and then we moved into the basement year two, three, year two and three. And the basement was nice. It was like a little bachelor pad, except that I, you know, tore my rotator cuff sleeping on that pullout couch. Yeah, that was not the greatest mattress in the world. And then we tried to fix it by just layering it with other shitty cushions. <laughs> I'll throw another pillow on. Yeah, tell my spine that. And then year four. Boy, this is luxurious, isn't it? Your 45-year-old sister finally moves out of the house. <laughs> so we get her bedroom. And then talk about sexual repression. We got, we're covered in Amish uh, uh, decor. <laughs> you ever try to get it up to eight Amish bonnets? And some dude with a beard and a black uh, top hat. I like the um, it's And then a clown. And then we got two clowns. That was in my Christmas box. Those clowns should not be here. Those clowns look possessed. This was my piggy bank when I was little. This clown. Yeah? Yeah. And I don't know what that guy is or where he came from. He was not in my room. That clown diddles children. 100% 100% chance. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're in Kentucky, folks, uh, if you're new. If you happen to be new to this podcast, welcome. Uh, we do uh, we do some chatting with other comics and interesting people, and we talk about their dating lives, their sex lives, what ticks them off, things like that. Tasha and I are celebrating our fourth Christmas together. And we did this really nice thing year one where we decided every year we'd visit each other's family for Christmas. And with that said, this is my fourth year in a <laughs> row at Tasha's family. They're very sweet. What I love about your family is they don't have um, like crazy to-do lists of things that need to be done. My family, all, things always have to be done. And it's like, what are we doing? What are we actually doing? What do you mean things have to be done? Things there's always like a barn being built. To fix. Yeah. That's what's funny is your house has the Amish decor and my house has the Amish workload. <laughs> just lifting up barns nonstop. <laughs> there's just always something. My family they obviously like they run a business. There's always, you know, the heats are going whenever the heat goes out in any client's house and it's the holidays, it's like you gotta you, you know, the hourly employee isn't going out to go fix it. So it's like my stepdad. It's like his company's got to go. So there's always something going on over there. But I love them to death. And we just, my mom just sent us a Christmas package, which was really nice. Because I feel like last year she sent us like frozen croissants, which was great. You know, those like nice croissants you can bake. But there's something special about a hand-wrapped present. So 
Yeah. We got some stuff from her. I'm excited to see what it is. It's probably just some, you know, farmer's market shit. She sent us some honey or something. I love honey. But I know your I know your parents are good gift givers. I feel like I'm just talking and you're just sitting next to me. Well, I was waiting for you to get to something where I could interject. Yeah, there wasn't much. I'm just where uh I could contribute a little bit. We're going to do this. We're going to we're going to talk for a few minutes and then I want to go in the hot tub, but I think we have to bake some cookies. Yeah, you know what would be nice? And we all have to do those orange donut holes too. Oh boy. And so I think that that dough has to rise for an hour. So here's the plan. We make the cookies of the dough that already set last night. We make those cookies. We start the orange donuts on the dough. Let it rise for an hour. While it rises, we get in the hot tub. And then we have only that to finish. And then we have to do our soap packages. You know, so we were making donuts last night. We made these little mocha donuts with peppermint, with crushed peppermint. And they, uh, they're gluten free. I still gained seven pounds making them. And we fried them. And frying donuts is the same as me sitting in a hot tub. It's so satisfying. It's just me bloating in a hot tub. That's all a donut <laughs> is. I burnt three of my ten fingers frying donuts. Not good at not good at the um, gingerly process of dipping donuts into boiling hot canola oil. Um, but um, so far, I've only gained a few pounds. Every year, I, I come into this, you know, thing that can beat my addictions, and and yet here I am. You know, your dad's downstairs already baking pancakes or baking whatever, you know, whatever he's doing to pancakes. Griddling. Griddling pancakes. Griddling is griddling a verb. Well, I made it up. Griddling pancakes, and um, I don't know. I uh, we're gonna play an episode from two years ago, and I swear nothing's changed. I think it's me talking about my sugar addiction, and we talk about making soap. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, hey, congratulations to our first time soap buyers. Uh, at least from our soap, we have um, we have, and I'm just gonna say where they're from. I don't want to out them, but we have Christian in L.A. We have Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we even have Canada, yet delivered to Washington State, crossing the international border. We have Tempe, Arizona. Thank you all so much for buying our homemade soap. We also have Chris Rubio, past guest from two episodes ago, bought homemade soap. So thank you guys so much for purchasing our soap. It was a good trial run. What are we going to do differently? What needs to change? Um, I don't know. I feel like we've got a pretty good system. We might try some new loaves. We need new loaves. Yeah. We've been baking it brownie style. So for those that bought the soap, you'll see it kind of crusts on the top. But I think we're going to try to make it loaf style. Yeah. Slice it. And we should get like a cheese slicer. One of those um, skinny little rope-like pieces of metal. You know what I'm talking about? Don't we have one of those? What are those called? A cheese slicer. Is it a cheese slicer? Is that what it is? All right, we need to get a cheese slicer and silicone. And we, for the loaves, you need silicone loaf um, trays because what a bitch it'll be to get hard soap out of a tin loaf tray. Um, these are things that the common folks don't understand when they think they're just going to buy artisanal soap. They don't understand the thought process that goes into the manufacturing in our studio apartment. But uh, I think this, I think this scale, like, 
I think we're gonna we're gonna probably sell some soap for Valentine's Day, and it's probably good to mention this up front because that means we need to get our shit together when we get home and actually prepare it. But I think the box system worked out pretty well. It's it's heavy soap. We ship it in these little priority boxes. And um, anyway, for those that have bought the soap, send us a photo. Let us know what you think of it. Uh, you got to use it on your balls, gentlemen. Use it on your balls. Before, don't don't be like, oh, I lather up my hands. It's great. No, I need to know how it reacts to your genitals. I'm fully confident you're gonna love the product we created. It was battle tested in my bathtub. Um, what's your big wish for Christmas this year? Meh. Good. This improving is just through no, the roof. What am I supposed to say? I'm already happy. All I, my wishes are coming true. I'm home with my family and I'm having a great time. How about this? I got to be a part of your church family photo last night. Oh, that's a commitment. Up. That's a commitment because you can't <laughs> take me out of the family church photo. I mean, you could try to Photoshop me out, but I'm there. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of pressure on me. Is it? Yeah, I was going to kind of just go to the bathroom during that day. <laughs> It was our first time going to church here um, in Kentucky, and I'll tell you what, immediately when I got into the ceremony or whatever you want to call it, I got gas. <laughs> Were I you just, stressed? I thought it was the Holy Spirit just like <laughs> condemning me for, I don't know. I don't know. I got gas. I have this like Pavlovian reaction to churches where I get I get gas and a boner. I yeah. think it's just like a blimp filling up. You know what I mean? Like that's... I'm just a good year blimp filling up because I feel like and in, in, as a teen, that's when you spend probably a lot of years in church because, you know, you're forced to and everything. And then you're super horny. So you just look around at anything that might be something you might be interested in having sex with. But I think that's the that's the circle of life. That's what that turns into. Then, you know, I don't know. That's what you're supposed to do as a teen. You're filled up with hormones and then you want to procreate and then the world goes on that's that's why we've we if we didn't have that feeling none of us would exist get knocked up anyway this is a beyond riveting riveting uh it's new year's eve folks um it's not it's christmas eve. it's fucking christmas eve i'm gonna i'm gonna re-air this next week too <laughs> big year big year of family like uh i don't think you know two things first of all i said it's going to be the, the, the mantra for 2019 is going to be luck we're going to let let a lot of luck happen in our life and i always i never like i never like the term like uh, like luck seems passive like it's not up to us and it is up to us it sounds like you were listening to the sermon last night well yeah the sermon last night said hope right and yeah. hope was all about but not as he was talking about it not being a passive thing hope is all about um wanting something but also moving in the direction towards that thing that you want uh, assuming it's for the good you can't just want to jerk off in a um Noah's ark wallpapered room and then hope that you can come yeah, Yikes, it didn't make the stretch there. I'm trying to get, put a little edge. It's hard to have edge Why? with such soft. Why do you need to be edgy? It's Christmas Eve. No one needs to hear edgy. They just want to feel good. They just want to turn on Christmas carols and eat cookies. And think of me in a guest bedroom <laughs> all alone because the first year we weren't allowed to sleep in the same room. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, hope. I feel like Obama. Hope, change, but hope. And luck. And luck in the way where you work towards your goals and you just say, you know what? And that's the, I think the mantra came from from seeing some meme that was like, maybe start saying my hard work is paying off. Yeah. 
that like all the ducks are in a row, the stars, the stars are aligned. Like the you, ducks are you're walking doing up. all of the things that you're supposed to do, but you also need a little luck on your side. The doc, the ducks are walking, are boarding Noah's Ark, two by two, and we are going to set sail. The Ark didn't sail; it kind of just floated. Anyway, it's probably a myth, but. Yeah. So anyway, I said let's let's let luck happen. And then I got fired. So <laughs> you gotta be careful what you wish for because uh, no. Hey, but maybe maybe that's a lucky thing. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I'm ha- I'm happy with how things are going. Um, this year, I this year was interesting. I rekindled. If that's the, do you know where I'm going with this? No. Who who uh, who in my family? I'll just. I, I'm not gonna make you guess. My grandfather. After after 15 years of not seeing him, and also not in a way where I was really my choice, he kind of just like was um, a hermit and d- didn't feel wanted by the family for good reasons. And fi- the, finally, the family let him back in. This mafia family of mine let my grandfather back in. He's just like a drunk old man. And it was so funny the way we the way we met him was so indicative of the relationship. He just like walked into the restaurant. <laughs> Like and then when dinner was over, he just walked out. <laughs> I don't know where he went. When were you with me in the restaurant in Portsmouth? Anyway, the point is, is he's he's just a he's just a lo- he's a lone guy, and I don't know where he is for Christmas. But I know that my family started to like talk to him again and and let bygones be bygones. And I hate the "it is what it is" phrase, but um, sometimes it is what it is, and history won't uh, be rewritten, and you just need to move forward with love and it's it's good for it, it, the thing that's interesting is there's families out there that don't talk during christmas and it's something i i have no sort of i have i have a lot of empathy for that but it's also like unneeded so you might have to get out there and make a phone call folks if you're listening to me over a relative because i i haven't i don't get to see my family on christmas because i'm with you but Christmas is, uh, you know, family's not a home. It's not a place. It's a person. And I think your family has let me in. So I appreciate you and your family for that. Thank you for that. For You're letting welcome. Me in. And the podcast listeners. do The podcast listeners do kind of feel like family in a way. And it's weird because they know more about us than we know about them. But so many of them have written in. And some, some of them got engaged and broke up and moving along and have dogs and... I don't know. Danny, you guys have kids. What's going on? You fucking, what's happening out there? It's so important for us to build a little dimension, a little 3D perspective on the listeners. So write in sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Let us know. Give us a little wrap up, a quick two second summary of 2018 and let us know what your goals are for 2019. Yeah. What's going on with your relationships? Are you, are you fulfilled sexually? I'll tell you what, when we vacation, we are not fulfilled sexually. What's going on, Tasha? We just, you just not zip my it up. Problem. No, I zip it up. You're always passed out in bed before I even get uh, in. I pop here. that edible. I'm done. No, you, <laughs> Don't no, blame it no, on no, me. No, but I, but it's, I know you're zipped up. You're smiling like it's my fault. I, you, you I know. know. You you're just like a, said we're in a, you pop the edible and knock it out. We're in an Amish dungeon right now. I'm looking around at nothing but prudence. I feel like I'm being stared at by generations of Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we're sleeping on a quilt. No one fucks on quilts. We know that. If I kind of dingy old, you know, comforter, I don't know. Uh 
But the hot tub, though, the hot tub, that's supposed to be kind of sexy, but yeah, that's just more of a muscle relaxer. Anyway, um, we're going to play this episode for you. Is there anything you wanted to mention before we go? Any, any, any holiday wishes for those Christians and non-Christians for our Judaist audience? Is that a word? No. Okay. Uh, for our Kwanzaa, our, our people of color out there listening. <laughs> Whatever holiday you want, whatever holiday, whatever holiday it is, it's look, uh, Christmas is centered around the, um, uh, the autumnal, no, 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 what's this? The winter solstice, right? December 21st, winter solstice, when the sun's the farthest away from earth or whatever, you stupid astrologist out there. But the point is, it is a, it is a beginning of winter. It's a wrapping up of 2018 and it's a birth of the king of ideas of Elvis. Uh, I think spring. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a hound. The point is, is a new year's around the corner. And this is the week where we put to death. We put to bed all of the, the successes and failures of 2018. And we start anew. We don't feel guilty for the things we didn't get to. We just make a promise to ourselves to shed that of which we weren't. <laughs> Stop it. What's wrong with you? I'm, I'm getting motivational. This is my motivational. It doesn't work if it doesn't make sense. It only works when when I'm alone. When you're with me, you look, you'll look at me like I'm stupid. Anyway. I don't think my being here makes a difference. This is the time of year where we take a moment to take a breath and think about who we want to be, what we can do better. And look, and, and, and so much of me, I made a promise earlier this year that I'm going to go see some family in St. Louis. And I'll get into that when it happens. But we, but that's some big stuff. I, I was kind of emotional thinking about it because I've kind of like led a part of, you know, be, be, uh, partially like, you know, rekindling this like sort of distant relationship with my grandfather, uh, which never was in the first place. We just never really knew each other. But the same story with my dad who never really knew each other. And it's like, I don't know. Is it up to me, an eight-year-old boy, to, you know, to carve out time with my grandfather? No. Like, but I, is it up to you, a 30-year-old, to determine who you want to be? Yeah. And who you want to talk to and how you want to live your family. And maybe you want to, like, bury this hatchet that has nothing to do with you. Well, the, and live like a, a more productive life. Back on, <laughs> yeah, no, it's great, but it's interesting because you never, you you don't you you don't have family that you don't talk to. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Here's the thing, I don't know the full story. Oh, I just heard someone yelling. I wonder if someone, my dad's yelling. That already. pancakes already. Um. We're so spoiled. <laughs> pancakes already. <laughs> great. No, but there there are definitely real situations of people who have to deal with toxic family members and either they deal or they cut them out of their lives. I don't know if that's the situation with your grandfather, but you were, like you said, you were a kid, so you don't know. You're able to make this decision for yourself now. Oh yeah. Well, what happened was my grandmother and my grandfather divorced and she died of, of um, breast cancer when I was like less than a year old. So I have no memories of her. Um, but I think the family, my aunts and uncles felt let down, but they're also very tough people. They're lovely people, but they're very like tribal and they decided that like he just like failed them. And, and it just, and, and instead of like fighting to prove them wrong, he kind of just let his alcoholism, you know, guide him in a, in a place of solitaire. So the last time I ever saw him <clears throat> was heading into 
my my high school graduation. I'd written a um I'd written a uh, my college essay, and he surprised us. Actually, this is yeah on Christmas, so this is 15 years ago. He surprised my family. Uh, and we, so we weren't even really seeing him at all back then, but he, he like, wa- like again, walked up to my, p- my parents' house and just like walked in on Christmas morning and like, and had bre- like a nice breakfast with us. Yeah. And then we didn't see him, I hadn't seen him for 15 years. That's wild. Yeah. But he's back. It's weird. But it, I don't know. It's weird because. It's you, you know yeah you don't want to blame the guy and you just want and now he's just an old man I mean he was old then now he's just an old man but it's interesting because this last two years we've had to deal with two of your grandmothers passing away and it's just a, it's an interesting like uh, sort of not changing of the guard that's weird but it's like it's like we have we get to experience sort of as a partner, the other family's, like, story. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's something I've never had to emotionally deal with. With, with You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's enough. It's enough. We have enough inventory in our own lives. But now it goes, okay, I need to know these people's names. What are they? Who's What's their deal? Which one don't we like? Which is a Trump supporter? Mm-hmm. And luckily, your family's all pretty much on the same page. Your family's really cool. Um, but it's it's just an interesting, uh, you know, we got to, we finally developed a roadmap of our own family. And now we have to go, okay, what what are their names? What do they do? We like, oh, we like them a lot. Okay, cool. We're good. And then I'm just, I'm just like reflecting your vibe towards them. And your family is great because they're very ritualistic with the holidays so like i know exactly where we're going tonight tomorrow night i know you know i know what's happening and all that i'll get to facetime with my family and it'll be great but we got a lot this this year's not over i think next week hopefully the episode's with my brother rick which is something no one in the audience knows anything about yeah. it'll be amazing to, to reconnect yeah. and that whole story, which I don't even want to tease because that's a whole other thing. And I think I'll need my sister Karen to like intro it because she was the one who sort of like through, through her own digging found me, which is just wild. Um, but this, uh, we'll play the Christmas episode from 2016 next. If you're listening, you're on a road trip and we haven't bummed you out completely yet. The um, 2016 episode explains how Tasha and I, Got this thing started with a nice uh, call to a radio station as friends to play Dominic the Donkey. Um, Christmas carols, I'm telling you, they're magic. Christmas carols, and then I also it also included a few uh, past podcast listeners shared some of their Christmas stories. I think we have a tree burning down and a few things like that. So, so we'll play that for you. I never do that. A lot of podcasts do that where they go, "Here's a past episode." It's like you ever. It's like when you'd watch your favorite sitcom and like the writers <laughs> took a break and they're like, "And it's this all is a flashback." You're like excited for a new episode and it's like, "The fuck is that?" You just you just edited old things and put them all together into like dream sequences. That's what this is, no, this folks. This is a great one, though. We were talking about this on my live stream the other day, this old episode. So it encouraged us to look it up, and it's a good story. So Your enjoy. great story, Tasha. It's a sweet story, and it involves you, too, okay? My Christmas present is waking up next to you every day, Aww. even if it has to be in this Amish barn. <laughs> And my other Christmas present is the fact that we can um, communicate through these wires to you folks out there. So thank you guys so much for being a part of the SAP family. Look, we're not going away, so there's a lot in store for us. So keep listening. And if you're one of those crazy folks who hasn't uh, written a review yet, look, 
I'm going to hunt you down and I'm going to find you. Liam Neeson style. Write a review. Just search sex, actually. And I think I think in 2019, I might just officially change the name to The Sap. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, please do. Because, I mean, for, for search terms, I think I'm just going to go Sap. So if, 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 if you're listening this long and you, and you lose us in the future... Well, that's on you. Just search SAP. Search Dave Neal, Tasha Corny. You'll find us. And um, again, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Call the ones you love. Hug them if you can in person. And leave us a review on iTunes. Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas. Your boy, the one, the only. Dave And... With co-host, couch partner, Netflix connoisseur, Tasha Gordon. That's us. And uh, it is Christmas Eve in Kentucky. This is our bonus episode. This is our Christmas episode, which is for all you trucker motherfuckers out there. Uh, who aren't home for the holidays. If you needed an extra 45 minutes of love, well, we got it for you, baby. Did you not make it home to your family this year? Are you stuck in traffic? Or maybe you made it home and you already fought with them <laughs> over politics, not agreeing with Trump's policies at the dinner table? Well, put away that spiral ham and listen to us. Other chubby hams. I've only gained a pound and a half so far being in Kentucky. Have you weighed yourself, Tasha? No, I meant to, but I forgot. you got to weigh yourself when you go away for the holidays, when you get old. When you turn 31, like myself, you need to know your fighting weight, and you need to know when you've had too much jello. Yeah, I feel like last time we were here, we actually did pretty well. We stayed away from like the bad foods, and I don't think we gained too many pounds on the time we were here. This time, I feel like I'm already off to a, a poor start. And I'm off to a great start. I, I showed up to the holidays 10 pounds less than last year. Which is, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I've, I showed up, like, at least last year I showed up already chubby so I could hide it. This year I felt good about myself coming in, which is just going to lead to... No, that's okay. Well, what I'm talking about is do you feel like you've been eating... I feel like I've been overeating and eating junk at the same time. Like, I had two Christmas fruit cakes already. Today? No. Oh, I had five pancakes this morning. And the crazy part about Tasha's family and with Tasha's family, they, they don't... Okay, listen, folks. There's a lot of crazy shit that happens in this world. This blows my mind, okay? They don't use maple syrup on their pancakes. What do you use, you fucking psychos? Corn syrup. This is this is what's wrong with America. It's delicious. They use corn syrup and and they also put I'm going I'm not I'm going to be honest in my my estimation here. Tasha used about 5 teaspoons of powdered sugar on 3 pancakes. For anybody who loves pancakes, let me give you a tip right now. You got to have pancakes. Today we had apple cinnamon pancakes. It also is delicious with banana or blueberry pancakes with corn syrup. It's the clear syrup. I know corn syrup is terrible for you. Don't try and eat foods every day that have corn syrup in them. But when you're getting pancakes, have it with a little bit of butter, a little bit of powdered sugar, and corn syrup. It is beyond unbelievable. Here's the problem. If you know what Tasha looks like, she's skinny. She's got a skinny little body. So you say, where does all this food go? Where does five teaspoons of powdered sugar go? Well, she farts it out, folks. <laughs> it looks like a Victorian-era ghost comes out of her asshole. <laughs> that's, what, 
That's a Christmas powdered wig and all. Hey, there you go, babe. Powdered, just a diabetic fucking ghost <laughs> with no feet. Get it, folks? Ghosts don't have feet. Neither do diabetics. Oh, uh, that's like a sad turn, but kind of funny. I think it was kind of funny. Uh, any anyhow, so this episode we've got. I recorded. Um, we have three three special parts. Three different um, guests on this. We have the first. Um, the first guest is Paige Diaz sharing a Christmas story. Um, a spoiler alert: her family's tree burns down. Um, this. Uh, well, Why would you spoil it? it that's, it's that's just known. It's part of the story. Um, second, uh, second, we have Rachel from Playing My Balls podcast. She tells a Christmas story, and then lastly, we ex- we air the uh, unheard of footage um, of the time. Tasha and I won a diamond ring while we were just friends. Now I don't know. I don't want to preface too much of it, but stay to the end. This actually isn't an unheard story. I feel like you posted it on the podcast a few years ago. This so this footage I'm about to air was the. It's the only remaining footage we have. Is it called footage if it's audio? No, it would be called audio. Oh, <laughs> so this is from episode number eight. Okay, we're on episode 187, I believe. So this, or maybe 188. I don't know. So this is from episode number eight when I aired the first footage audio. Of when I won Tasha a diamond ring. This is before we dated, folks. This is Dave in the friend zone took a big swing, and basically, you'll hear the audio, but I'll preface this part. Um, I wanted to show Tasha we were get, we were going to make um, peppermint schnapps hot chocolate, right? That's what you make when you're trying or to like Christmas cookies or something. We're doing like a Christmas. No, but it was peppermint schnapps stuff. hot chocolate. Okay. I wanted to get into Tasha's. Uh, Santa costume, <laughs> if you will, and I knew the key was um, get on the radio. So I said, I said uh, we we're listening to Coast FM, one hundred three point five Coast FM, and they play all Christmas talk all the time. And I wanted them to play Dominic the Donkey, which is a very rare Italian Christmas song. And if you guys know the song, I'm Dominic the Donkey. Dominic the Donkey. Can you pull it up on on your phone? We'll play it through here, just a, just a beat. Um, we'll just play a tiny tiny bit. So Dominic the Donkey, I wanted them to play, and they never play this Christmas song. No one ever does. For some reason, they I've heard it twice this season. So, yeah. I feel like we brought it back. Uh, we brought it back. So all residuals of Dominic the Donkey can be sent to the Sex Actually podcast PO box. Uh, anyway, so um, did you find it? No, I'm, I'm working on it. So I knew they wouldn't play it unless I had. A, like a cool story, so I was going to do a sentimental story, which is well, all. Well, your made goal up. was also to get onto the radio because you were bragging to me that you could get onto the radio, that you just had to sound like normal and have a good story and whatever. Yeah, so it turns out I out punted my coverage, and my story was so good that um, that they wanted to like give us shit for it. So and it was all a lie. I told a lie. I told a fib. But my only goal on the fib, I wasn't trying to win any contest. I was just trying to get them to play Dominic the Donkey. All right, so put it on. We'll just play like a second of it. I don't want to. I don't want to get tripped out. Hey, jingity jing. It's Dominic the Donkey. Oh, that's it. All right, you got to go listen to the rest. I don't want to get kicked off iTunes for that. So, um, anyhow, that's uh. That's our story about Dominic the Donkey. It's our. It's going to be our wedding song. I think it has to be. It has to be, right? 
uh, our wedding song. It has no. to be a I song. Think you can play it at the reception if you insist. I think it has to be. I think it's a special moment. And uh, all, all because your boy Dave decided to spice things up as friends. And then so anyway, we we uh, they played the song. We were in the in the shopping is and we we're in the Vons. Uh, buying the alcohol when they put me on with the radio DJs and you'll hear all the f- the audio from that and then and then we had to wait like three hours for it to come on the radio so we just we just basically went back and made the peppermint schnapps hot chocolate and got wasted and then I had to like wait with my cell phone by the radio we had to actually like play it on a terrestrial radio or maybe we played it f- through internet radio I think so regardless it took a lot of time and effort to get like a 10 second clip and i finally tracked it down so if you want to listen to that whole episode you got to go all the way back in your itunes feed or wherever you listen to this podcast all the way back to episode number eight now that was just over three years ago can you believe that was over three it was december 23rd 2013 here we are december 24th 2016 in your parents' pull-out bed in the basement of your family's house in Kentucky. Boy, how a donkey can get you this far. Um, so, look, um, do you have anything you want to add for Christmas? Any wishes to people? Send them a Christmas wish. I can't think of You put me on the spot. I don't have any Christmas It's Christmas Eve. You're not put on the spot when you're... You have to have Christmas wishes in your pocket ready to send people. We got Billy's listening on an 18-wheeler driving down Route 40 away from his family. Say something nice to Billy. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas full of happiness and happy memories. There you go. Um, And my family, do you guys do this at midnight on Christmas Eve? We wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Do you do that? Like, we like shake everyone's hands and hug. We like, it's kind of weird. No, we don't do that. Yeah, it's like a weird thing. But it's it's kind of, it's like weird at first because like no one, isn't it weird that family, isn't it weird you probably would would hug a friend before a family sometimes have you hugged your dad since you've been home yeah i feel like i hugged everybody okay well either way i it's it's weird for me as the visitor it's like are we hugging yet this is my third christmas with your family you haven't hugged didn't you hug my dad when you saw him didn't you hug my sister when you saw her you well, i wouldn't hug anybody i hugged your sister and your mom you but, didn't hug my dad when he came to lunch yeah we kind of did like the pat hug he like leaned in because we were sitting down so we kind of did like I feel like when you're hugging your girlfriend's dad, you gotta like pat their back as you hug them. You know, it's like a masculine thing. <laughs> yeah, two, three pats. You don't want to like hug. You know, I don't know. You don't want to make it like a power struggle of who's the manlier hugger. No, we don't need that. Do you guys care? You don't care about this shit. Um, everyone have a merry Christmas. This was a bonus episode. I hope you enjoy these stories. They're just funny little quips. And um, stick around for the Dominic the Donkey at the end. And we'll uh, we'll have our regular scheduled episode coming out the day after Christmas. So this is just a bonus episode for you guys out there in Christmas land. And if uh, you don't celebrate Christmas, happy fucking holidays. I don't give a fuck. I don't care what you celebrate. Just don't be an asshole. Let's not make Christmas about corporate greed. Although I hope I got a good present. From... By the way, my mom sent us the nicest coffee maker in the world. Literally a very, very nice. Really nice coffee maker. Breville. Very nice $399 coffee maker. I had to say the price because she shipped it to Kentucky. Now we're stuck with this gold crested pot of coffee that we have to somehow get back to Los Angeles where we live. So anyway, there's nothing more passive aggressive than sending someone an expensive gift that then they have to, you know, scrap together the 30 bucks to ship it. <laughs> like <laughs> the shipping cost is going to be more than our current coffee maker. 
It's neither here nor there. Thank you, Mom. I appreciate the present. Everyone have a Merry Christmas. Uh, don't forget to call your loved ones if you didn't get to see them. Hug them. Yeah, tell them you love them. Tell your loved ones you love them. If there's anything in life that shouldn't be taken for granted, it's that um, you, sh- you shouldn't expect people to know that you love them. Right? You need to tell them. You got to tell them. It'll tell make them. them feel good. It'll make you feel good. Heck, you can tell us you love us. You can write in. We had someone just wrote it. Holly just wrote into the Sex Actually Facebook page and said, Hey, Merry Christmas. Hey, we love hearing from you. If, you have, if you've been listening to this podcast and you've never written to us, go ahead. I mean, it literally makes my day when I find out there's a new person in a new part of the world that listens. Sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Tell us where you get for Christmas. Um, Sexactuallypod on Instagram. Shoot it. Like, send us a message on Instagram. By the way, we haven't posted a photo of Boone yet. Um, Boone's got a great Christmas hat. I have a great photo of Boone and our musical guest. Oh, yeah? Because they were cuddling right before we started the episode, and I took a quick picture. Well, that has to be released. So we have Brian um, O'Sullivan. Is, I just stuttered on the name. Brian O'Sullivan is our musical guest for next episode, which will come out Christmas night for um, for the twenty sixth. So that that'll so we'll have to release that when that comes out. But we'll have to also take a nice photo of Boone. We'll get a photo of Boone in us in our Christmas hat and post to the Sex Actually page. So find us on Instagram. Shoot us a message. Uh, leave us a comment. Let us know you're listening. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Bye. Podcast with your host Dave Neal. You don't do gifts? No, no. I uh, okay. So I kind of hate Christmas. <laughs> the corporate Christmas, or just the? Uh, is there anything religious? but a corporate Christmas? Well, there's a religious. There is a religious, but that gets so lost. I mean, so... you can you can like the people that are like, yeah, the pagans were the I'm holiday like and Grinch. the Christians stole it and it's not a real thing. Like I don't have a Christmas tree. I don't. And I had huge Christmases when I was little, like the, the best Christmas. When did it, when did it end? Um, did you know about Santa? Like when, when did you know so, that Santa? Okay, I'm the youngest of four girls. So everyone lied to you. And, and I knew for a long time, but I felt like I had to keep up the charade from my mom <laughs> because like, what's a long time? How old she, are you? Like, How old I was you probably know? like, oh, I, I knew probably when I was like 10. If anyone's kids are listening to this, uh, Santa's Sorry. real. Uh, why are they listening <laughs> to sex real. actually? <laughs> right. You knew. How did you I know? Really I think I always suspected, you know, every kid suspects, but I remember yeah, you look up your chimney or you don't have one. Yeah. Like, this doesn't add up. I remember seeing my mom at the Disney store buying these these Disney princess books. I remember seeing her hold them and then I remember opening it up on Christmas morning and it was from Santa and I was like Did you feel sad? Oh, it was like it was like someone died. I feel like I found out from like that asshole in school, like oh, the second yeah. grader who's like, yeah, dude, my mom See, but I was always that kid who was always like, you're a liar. He's real. Like I was just like, so, cause, cause our Christmases were so ridiculously magical. Like my mom would, there were reindeer footprints in the backyard and the carrots were half eaten for the reindeer and the yeah. cookies. And I would always write Santa a letter and he would always write back and the, the handwriting was different. And did he write like, like, uh, with his left hand, like, like it was a ransom yeah, note? Definitely. <laughs> like, and his writing was always the same. And my mom was very good about like, even 
like the wrapping paper she would use from Santa, she would leave the leftovers. Like, oh, Santa left the leftover wrapping paper. Oh, she covered her trash. So that way that she could use up the rest but of the But she got a little paper. sloppy at 10, and, she's, yes. and she, she let you see the stuff she bought. But I kept up the charade probably till I was like 15 when we Holy moved out. Holy shit. Yeah, for a long time. And I was way too old, and I would never tell my friends that like, oh yeah, I you still pretend. Up. I love that you but call I, it a charade. It was a charade. <laughs> because it would break my... She loved putting it on so much. Because we did just we did extreme Christmas. She doesn't put on Christmas anymore? Not really. I mean, no, not really. We it's don't hard want, in L.A. You don't have snow it's or hard. cold. Yeah. The last last Christmas, you, I did not go see, home. Like, she came tr- here. Christmas lights on palm trees. You're like, all right. It's this is. It's not the same. It's not the same. So, oh, but she doesn't live out here. Um, She kind of goes back and forth. So she's mainly in Chicago right so now. Why, so why did you guys decide no gifts? Was everyone just like, what are we doing? It we was just like, what are we doing? What's the point of this? Like, like. I'd rather like throughout the year if I see something that I'm like, oh, you know what? Kira would like that necklace. I'll get it for her then. But otherwise, I feel this pressure at the holidays to like yeah. buy something. And it's for me, it's like, I just want your time. Well, this episode is sponsored spend- by Amazon. So get your Amazon <laughs> get Prime. Your Amazon. Um, no, that's, yeah, it's like, like useful, useful things. I hate when people are like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, your time. Let's go. Let's go have lunch together. Let's, let's spend time. Let's yeah. connect. Cause I, and I know that. People are probably rolling their eyes, being like, "Yeah, right." No, but truly, I'm just not into no, materialistic. No, I mean, there are plenty of there are plenty of people that get gifts or give gifts, mm-hmm. and and they're in the right. They are, it's a happy thing, and there's nothing better. Like it's true what they say, like watching someone open up a great gift you got them totally is far better than yeah. getting something. Yeah, but also it's like we. It, we need as like a culture to realize like this is fucking insane. Oh, it's ridiculous. Black Friday. I've never done Black Friday. No, me neither. My my stepsister did it. She left the dinner and went to Walmart because oh. she wanted to get one of those. Like, there's these Hatchimo eggs. The funny thing is, is I know they're called. I know they're called Hatchimo, and I didn't have to think about it because I don't. I've never like, even heard of that. I don't even. And when you don't watch TV, like now that I watch like Netflix, Hulu, yeah. you don't get the same amount of like Christmas commercials. The only time I see commercials is when I'm watching football. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, and I get every, every kiss begins with yeah. K. Like I, I'm like, oh shit! I'm, I'm watching like, with my girlfriend. Like, oh yeah. boy, I gotta buy this. There's that one commercial. Now. No, there's that one commercial where the guy he like brings his girlfriend home and he takes her outside and opens up the jewelry box and it's a watch. And I'm like, yeah, because she wanted a watch in that jewelry yeah, box. She's fucking your best friend. <laughs> what are you doing? No, it's like I got I got my girlfriend. Actually, I got her. This is what's crazy. I got her a uh, flash for our camera. Oh. Um, that's I bought it at the gym today, okay. and it's going to be arriving tonight. That's how, how crazy is that's that? That's insane. But that's because we both love photography, and it's no, a cool thing. No, but that's thing. nice, and that's thoughtful, and something she can use. And now people are like, listen, oh, that, that's what you got her. Like, you got her, give you both these. Obviously, think, see, I have to get her, like, I have to get her something she can open in front of her family. I guess. And, but in, 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 and for that, I'm, I'm, I can justify that because that's not just... Like that's that's my my Sego. Okay, that's my Sego. Every girl wants a necklace or something from her boyfriend she can wear. Not because they want the materialistic. It's just it's like wearing your boyfriend's t shirt. You know, it's yeah. like we're, it's like, oh my God, like you just feel like, oh, like you feel special. Like I get to wear this from him. But it's not because it's like when girls are just like, I need a ring this size, and I'm just like, Stop. yeah, yeah, and she, but she'll she'll outspend me, and I'm like, babe, no, like mm-hmm. we're good, like we have, you can see right here that we have, this is all homemade soap. Oh, I'll, I'll have to give you one of these soaps. <laughs> Your soap. So I like we have soap. all this homemade soap. Oh, here, just feel this one, and um, that's peppermint, I think. Oh wow, yeah, it's amazing, right? And um, oh, t- this smells so good. I wish a, this w- podcast was scratch and sniff. I know. Well, people can look at Ooh. Tada Soaps uh, on Instagram. That's T A D A Soaps. It's a great Christmas gift. Yeah. So, but we just give them to friends and family now. We made like. 
70 pounds of soap because we were like, let's give something like people can touch this. I like that. So for Thanksgiving, we got to, sorry, we got to give it to my family. I'm not going to see them for Christmas. So we gave them all these gifts and everyone's like opening them in the salt coffee scrub for their skin. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is great. And every time they use it, that's something we gave them. No, I feel the same. And it's personal. It's something you made. And took it, your time to And do. we were like, oh, maybe it'll be cheaper. <laughs> Fuck no. This, this making soap is not. If I was like, oh, maybe it'll make soap. No, it's not cheap. Uh, is this but, $50 a, a bar? Yeah, or? I'm going to have to bill you. Um, <laughs> no, no, I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's so, it's, when we first started making them, we'd be like fighting half the time. <laughs> you didn't measure the coconut. Shut the fuck up. And, and, and now we, we kind of like, we have our, our roles down of what yeah. we do. And, and, and it's great. The, the, the high we feel from our family yeah. being like, Hey, I used your soap. It's actually really good. That's I'm like, yeah. Nice. I tell people like, it, it might look decorative, but use it. Like actually use it because it's actually good for you and you know where it came from. And I love gifts that can be used and I'm done with it because my mom is a hoarder, not a gross hoarder. She's a clean hoarder, but she keeps everything. Like literally every piece of homework I ever did, she has. Wow. Yes. Like every crayon I ever used, she probably has it somewhere. So I, in turn, hate keeping stuff. Yeah. Hate stuff. I Shed don't. It. I throw stuff away so. And like Christmas I probably, gifts, it's like you want to keep. You know, like someone so got me this up, car yeah. amplifier. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like the utility. If you don't need something. That's why even my family, I'm like, don't give me a birthday card. Because I, I, I feel like this stress that I have to keep it, but yeah. I just throw it away. You're easy. Just, You're like, yeah, just text me. Yeah, I just don't. I don't want it. Like, I'm just like, let's just like see a movie. Let's hang out. That's What's fine. your perfect Christmas? Have you do you do you can can you remember the perfect Christmas gift you were given as a kid though? Um, I'm, when I got my first cell phone, that was a big Jeez, first that's a good Christmas one. gift. I was yeah. in seventh grade. I got my first cell phone and. None of my friends had cell phones. I was like the first one what to get a phone. What kind of fun was it? It was like the, the, I think it was Nokia or T-Mobile, but it was like not a flip phone. It was just like... It's like the brick? The brick. Oh, uh, the brick. That brick, it probably still has half a battery charged Oh, yeah. It. Those phones were amazing. And I would like download all the polyphonic ringtones. And yeah. None of my play, friends... like Snake, the video game? I wasn't big on I wasn't big on the games, but I would always get like the different cases you could switch. It must be so sad to be the first person with a cell phone because you have no one to text. I would carry that. <laughs> I would carry that. I had a little Powerpuff Girls phone case and I would carry that thing around on my wrist acting like someone was going to call me and my mom's That's like, so funny. nobody has your number page. I'm Nobody's five years older you. than you. I didn't get my first phone until like just graduating high school. Okay. But my, my brother, my 13-year-old brother just got a, a smartphone okay. and my mom's like, hey, it's the best That's way to get tough. in touch with him. Like, you don't want but him I to I feel like, like if I had a kid... Like they'd be six years old with an iPhone, because because for safety reasons, I'd be like, you need a, you need a phone. I can't believe everyone. There's like there's a kidnapping case that happened in California. Everyone's talking about, and I'm like, how does how do people not have tracking devices on their children? I know we have them on our dogs and not our. That's kids. exactly what Tasha said. <laughs> oh, she's got to listen to this. She's gonna be like, oh my god. Yeah, she said she's like our dogs. Like, but but God forbid something happened because there's nothing worse than like finding out your kids right. did, not didn't show up to the whatever and you and. I don't, I don't know how that relates to And it's like kids. scary because at the same time, like that could backfire eventually too, I feel like, the yeah. tracking devices. But it, I mean... But like for your, you're talking about like a kid who's under 16, once you have a cell phone, but even then it's like, if, if you don't answer your cell phone the next day, it's like, all right, send out the fucking troops. Well, Someone's yeah. dead in a ditch. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So you get your first, that was a, like your most memorable gift. That was like a big gift for me. How about any, any boyfriends? Any good gifts from boyfriends? Um... 
No, not really. Cause, because I always make it known that I'm like, I don't like extravagant. I don't like when people spend a lot of money on me. It makes me super uncomfortable. So I'd rather you like... Just something just, thoughtful. Just something thoughtful. Or even with boyfriends, girlfriends, I'm like, I'd rather like, let's go somewhere for the weekend. Like let book a trip somewhere for that, the weekend. That's great. Because yeah, it's what's like... What's better than that Spending time experience. together. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather have that than something... Like materialistic, like to a keep tamagotchi from is gonna not, is gonna get stuck in the. Oh, the tamagotchi oh Furby, is great. Furby, that was a big gift yeah. for me too. All right, get Paige Furby. Diaz a Furby. Uh, Instagram's <laughs> at, uh, at Paige Diaz, P A I G E D I A Z. Correct. Uh, send her a Merry Christmas note on her Instagram. Uh, this is the Twelve Days of Christmas. We're with Anna Rose, and we're gonna do a little quick Christmas story. So, okay, I'm the oldest of six. My parents are divorced background is my whole life we spend christmas eve with my dad and christmas day with my mom and we have like a huge italian christmas eve and it's it's big like like if you were to ask me my favorite holiday it's that because all the family comes together so i moved to uh to la in 2013 and um my favorite part of like the last few years is going home for christmas um my brother uh one of my brothers recently well, he wasn't. Re- the last five years has been an infantry in the Marines. He was in Afghanistan. Um, he's in Iraq right now. Um, so, so you can imagine now how important that is because now all my siblings are together and, and all stuff. So, uh, so one year, I think it was about what was it? Maybe two years ago, three years ago. Uh, I think it was like the the Christmas that I that I moved. So that would be, yeah, 2013. And uh, my mom calls me. And she goes, don't come home for Christmas. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, I was devastated. You know, my brother, had yeah. just he was in Afghanistan and I was excited to see him. And I'm like, but Sam's coming home. She's like, don't cancel your flight. Just don't come home. And I'm like, what is happening? So I get in a group text with my siblings. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, mom is a fucking psycho. And I'm like, what, <laughs> like, what is going on? So, so growing up, we've always had like a huge Christmas tree and, and, and you know, the, the biggest and we chop it down and like they live in Connecticut and it's great. Oh, you go to like a chop farm? Yeah. We go to, uh, to Maple Row, which is where they get the Rockefeller Center tree from. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's really fun and it's like a family thing. Yeah. 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 And so this is also the same year that only one kid now lived at home. So I was in LA. My brother was traveling, uh, chasing some, some surf probably somewhere tropical and he was coming home for Christmas and my sister was at Rhode Island and then uh, and then some, one of my brothers were home and the other brother was in Iraq and my point is is that this is the first year my mom was dealing with empty nest syndrome oh yeah so she had nobody to decorate this tree with so basically <laughs> <laughs> we get so sounds like such a simple thing I know it's like- such a simple thing and then we find out. So I ca- so I call my uh, my sister and I'm like, "What's going on?" She goes, "Well, we bought a tree. We went to chop down the tree last week, and I told mom I was going to come home the day before Christmas and help uh, help decorate it because it's it's funnels." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. Well, what's going on right now?" She's literally telling me to stay in L.A. and like I was dating um, that our friend at the time, and I was just like, "And he's going to Texas, and like, where am I going? Like, I'm just going to be by myself." And I'm like crying. Anyway, she goes. So mom burned this Christmas tree. <laughs> and I said, what? She goes, yeah, it's like, it's in the fire pit right now. And she's like, and she sent me photos. But did and she, she burn it accidentally Christmas. or did she no. light it on fire? The lady was nuts, had a little breakdown about having empty nest and nobody to decorate this tree. That must be hard to to mean to burn a tree down. Not only that, I feel my like mom. it dries out and then it burns. But yeah. like, if you just cut it down, it's a fucking wet tree. She's five too. 
The lady picked up this six-foot tree by herself, dragged it out of the living room, through the deck, all the way to this burn barrel, upside down, and lit it and on fire. And she lit it. Did she use and any she said, accelerants? Was she pouring gasoline on I, it? I don't know what she did, but all I know is that she said Christmas was canceled. That's so funny. <laughs> I was devastated. And so, I anyway, so I call my stepdad and I'm like, is she okay? Like, what is, why is she burning the Christmas tree? So this and is then, the, the guy she's still married yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's her, her husband now. I know my life's a little bit complicated. So he's just like, come anyway. She needs help. And I'm like, okay, so I'm getting on this. this he's like, you're her kid. Yeah, he's yes, just like, he's like, can you guys just come? Like, we need to still have Christmas. So I'm like, okay. So my, my flight was for the red eye that night. And the whole time on the way, like everyone in in the plane is like really happy. And the lady next to me is just like, yes, you're going home for Christmas. Or like, do you live in New York? And like, I always get that question, LA or New York? And I was just like, well, I guess like Christmas is canceled. My mom burned her Christmas tree. And then she goes, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, do you need a place to go for Christmas? And I was like, no, it's fine. So, you can't uh, cancel Christmas. I know. It's I was not like, Christmas a dentist appointment. She said she was returning all of her gifts and it was a really sad, it was just really sad, you know, getting there. And then I get there and she's screaming and asking me why I'm there and asking my siblings why I were there. And she's like, literally, I've never seen my mom like this before. And so I walk outside and all I see is the Christmas tree upside down, half burnt, half not. She's like, sm- like a smoking she's gun. Like in, the tree, <laughs> in the burn barrel. Man, I always wish. I wish I knew an animator who could animate these these, these stories, thoughts. right? If no, anyone's thoughts, listening yeah. and just wants to give us a 10-second animation yeah. of your mom canceling Christmas and then torching and her then tree. And then torching the tree. And then, so my brother comes home and he's like, I got a tree. And my mom's like, how dare you get a fucking tree? I don't know why I told you guys Christmas was canceled. And my brother, this is like the Marine brother, and he's like, no, I got a tree. And he rolls in with a fucking Charlie Brown Christmas tree with like this twig and this ornament. And he's like, this is our Christmas and he puts it in the living room. Christmas where, is uncanceled. Where the, where the tree was, and he literally goes, "I'm here, so we're having Christmas." Because like I came all the way from North Carolina, and uh, and my mom like didn't talk to us for the for a whole day, and then did she snap out of her? Uh, yeah, she ended up. So the next day, by the time we all were there, she was just like, "Okay, I guess we're having Christmas," and we're just like, "What just happened?" Like it is. Was that a thing? Was that a trend? Or was she, it. was that just a? She just literally had a break. She just had a breakdown, and she was just her whole thing was that she was mad that no one was home to like to decorate this tree but then but then none of us people... lived at home so like i was like mom did you expect me to fly three thousand miles just to decorate the tree and go home and come back like it was like are you seriously um <laughs> like where that's like a at? typical thing though uh moms have to do a lot of hosting in preparation work and yeah i feel like whenever you do a lot of work by yourself you build resentment yeah especially having so many kids and none of and we all come home visit and leave kind yeah. of thing and so we might leave messes or you know or like hey mom you want to cook us dinner and she's just like my mom always says that i was home for thanksgiving and it was immediately like get home and then see what i have to do yeah because they know there's gonna be a list and it's like why is the house so destroyed already like who lives here now <laughs> well, i have a 13 year old brother it's just my mom my stepdad and the 13 year old the 19 year old at college around. it's like yeah. you're telling me a 13 year old's creating this much mess and yeah. it's really my stepdad he's just like a scattered mind you know yeah but it's like whenever we have company coming over and tasha to a lesser extent like when we have guests over she's like ma i gotta clean the sink and i'm like yeah. the fucking clean the sink like what <laughs> like i just don't get it but when you're hosting family, it's it's funny. She just would rather cancel it than yeah. She just didn't. She was just like it's not happening. And so uh, so yeah, we ended up having this Charlie Brown tree. We had Christmas. Never spoke of it again. And then Anna Winter the same year burnt her tree. 
for her kids. She didn't want the Who's pie noodles. Uh, she's the editor of Vogue. So then my mom she, now... She, she also purposely burned, burned her tree? tree because she didn't want the pine needles on her floor. So now my mom feels badass because Anna Winter also cleaned Yeah, but her it. kid's going to get like arsenic poisoning. Yeah, or and, so, and so my mom is just like, well, I started this trend and look at Anna Winter. I was like, you guys don't know each other and you did it maliciously and she did it out of cleanliness. It's going to be like a folk article. <laughs> Ten ways to scorch your tree. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so it's super funny. Uh, we ended up having Christmas. Uh, never spoke of it again except for now every year we use a Charlie Brown tree and oh, don't wow. get a Christmas tree. Except I think, yeah, no, last year they were in Mexico with me so they didn't... Um, what a nice little um, but, yeah. tradition you've built at literally from the ashes. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, it's hilarious because I the last, I guess, two years later, uh, my sister will tweet like like something silly about the fact that mom burned the tree last year and it's just we laugh about it now and she does i don't think we've ever actually spoken about I it i don't know if i've got a mom st- like a, a destructive story like that but my mom would she, she her intentions are always well but she'll use a lot of guilt mm. um one year for christmas true story she boxed up i had to get like some like my wisdom teeth out and it costs a lot of money so she like boxed up the dental receipt <laughs> This is not like I was like fifteen or sixteen. I wasn't at the age where like it wasn't it, it wasn't funny, and it also just made me feel bad. Oh, yeah. I was like, you didn't have to like what type of psycho would do that? Yeah, what type? I mean, I think I don't know what's crazier: burning a tree down or wrapping receipts for your kids' Actually, medical work. The same lady when my bro- my brother Josh, who's now nineteen, when he was like three, uh, wrapped up rocks. And he got rocks under the Christmas tree because was he was he sh- Wow. He was like such a shithead to her. I've never heard like anyone she- actually do the it coal thing. It wasn't even coal, but it was rocks. And I remember I was like, you're really doing this. And I was like, the one to wrap it. And she's just like, yeah, he'll get it. He'll understand. And I was like, mom, he's like three. I don't think he's going to get I it. I would never wrap something that somebody could use as a projectile. Yeah, I would, I would wrap just, up like, something throw, very throw soft. all these rocks, but they were like legitimate rocks, like 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 from the driveway. And I was like, this is so strange. And then she got him an Xbox. Like, well, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, where is the lesson? Like, he'll understand. Oh, by the way, you have this $300 gift over here. Yeah, like, you, just what? Punk, you just punked him for a second. Yeah, That's all you did. just kidding. Have you ever had um, any like real shitty gifts from a significant other? Oh my, okay, yes. Uh, I I'll say this real quick. I don't know what to get Tasha. I haven't. I'm not. I'm not going to wait to the last second. But yeah. I'm I'm cutting it close. Yeah, I would so, not get her something you've gotten your ex girlfriend. Yeah, which is what happened. HPV. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, now folks. Um. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about no, yours. No. So so the guy that I um <clears throat> the guy that I was traveling with that I mentioned in in one of the episodes I've been on here. Uh, he he got really excited about this Christmas gift that he had for me. Mind you, he had been cheating on me while i was away for christmas came back and uh he's just like yeah we're gonna exchange gifts and i'm like great and i got him all these things he liked and i knew like i got him really dope gifts and i guess i like assumed he'd do the same for me and i opened it up and it was a poetry book and a bunch of vintage ugly jewelry and i was just like like like, terrible like like it one of the necklaces had like tassel hair like, like the whole necklace Jeez. was like tassel hair. And I was like, do we even know each other? Like, do we live together? <laughs> so I got really excited but about this. he thought he hit a home run he with it. He thought he hit a home run and I cried. Did you like play it off? Like, No, oh. I cried. I cried in front of him and he said, why are you crying? And I said, well, this is really interesting because Nisha 
put an Instagram because uh, we I was friends with his ex, and I said put an Instagram of a gift from you, and it is the same book. So wow, wh- what is happening? Maybe he had a good deal on like a batch of poem books. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like that was the shittiest gift because there was, like, like, no of all the it. books in the world, he just decided to order girl. two copies and give one to his ex and one to his wow. now girlfriend. So that that was pretty terrible. Um, and then, uh, I got taken to Disneyland. That was a, that was a good gift. That's fun. That was really fun. That was a, yeah, our, our mutual friend surprised me cause I love Disney. Yeah. And he was just like, I know you're leaving for Christmas, but I'm taking you somewhere. And I was just like, we're going to Disneyland. That's a great yeah. and then experiential like, gift. Yeah. It was, it was, it was super fun. So I think like that was probably the best gift, um, I've ever gotten. I got like diamonds one year too from another boyfriend but then he ended up taking them back after we broke up so i feel what? like that was a shitty gift D- how did he ask he didn't he took them he just took them took them yeah he was gonna pawn them or something i th- i don't know what he do you know saying. if maybe he had given them to someone else before you no he's like a loaner program I, I had gone to the 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 jeweler the i was at tiffany's and i had gone back to tiffany's to get the ring resized and um and yeah no he like i'm sure he gave it to his like girlfriend right after me but, wow! Yeah, he kept that. That's I was like, fucking. Tiffany's is not going to take this ring back. So. Uh, my cousin, my cousin got cheated on, and took the engagement, took the engagement ring back. Is I understand that, okay? that. That's fine. He's trying to sell it to me to give to Tasha. <laughs> he asked me in front of her. He's like, "Got a ring for you from Boston? <laughs> hey, I got a ring for you, but I give you a family discount, kid." <laughs> Tasha looked at me like, "If you fucking ever," I was like, yeah, "No, I'm not like, gonna." No, I as much hilarious. as great as a deal as it would be. Yeah, it's I don't like tainted with like bad juju. fucking diamonds. You guys, you guys really. I got honestly, I don't want diamonds. Shit. I'm like over it. Um, but. I'd rather you get just gold. Have like a gold, cool you can melt down to currency. Yeah, you know what I mean. What yeah. the fuck is a diamond? Yeah, how about buy me a house? We'll be, we'll be good. Buy you what? <laughs> buy me a house. Buy your house. Buy. <laughs> hey, you heard it here first. Buy Anna Rosa house. Well, thanks so much for being part of this Christmas episode. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. We'll see you next year for our <laughs> annual burn the Christmas tree uh, portion of the. That's uh, I, that. That is really funny. I'll let you know if there's a tree next week. It, we're we'll the. Uh, with the. <laughs> I have to just end on a good visual. Did you try to set the tree back up? I think my brother did, if we're I like remember the, correctly. We're, we're like the 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 uh, branches of the tree just like stiff, like just Ye- charred. Yeah, it was the whole half was charred. We tried to we tried to like bring it back in the house, but the there was ashes everywhere, and it was just all it was just all bad. And, and that so, was twenty fourteen. Yeah, was twenty fourteen. Yeah, I think like it was that. it was like twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen. Everyone wants remember. a white Christmas. You got a black charred tree Christmas. Yeah, it did snow though, so that was. Oh, good. there you go. That helped yeah. put the fire it's out. Connecticut, <laughs> so it's pretty. Yeah, but no. So, so this year, uh, I'll update you guys if we have a Charlie Brown tree or an actual. If tree. you post a photo of it, just tag Sex Actual. No, I definitely <laughs> will. I definitely will. Well, thanks so much for having me and Merry thanks Christmas. Thanks for being a part of this. Thanks, bye. All right, bye. Um, so I told a lie. I'm going to transition into this. Oh, I told a lie. lie on Wednesday mm-hmm. and it spiraled a little bit out of control. What and, lie? um, so, so this is what happened. It was a white lie, but I was with Tasha. I was just this, this girl that, that you know, we, we we're like, we're, we're close. We don't, it's not a thing, but we're close. Mm-hmm. We're spiritually close. <laughs> and it was Wednesday night. We went hiking and we were going out to, um, we ordered food and we were going to get drinks. Um, so, and, um, I wanted, we were listening to Christmas radio and I really wanted to hear Dominic the donkey. Have you heard I that hate song? that song. I hate that song. I hate that song. It's from 1960. 
And it's, it's like Italian. It's like, I'm Italian, and I just like, I like the doggy. Making, yeah, yeah. They're like making fun of the All Italian right, don't, stereotype. Listen, I just it's, can't. Well, it was, oh, it's Italian. Song the song is the worst. It's 60 years old. Yeah, anyway, but it's All right, well, then you're not going to like this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, listen to this, Tasha. I was like, I know how to get a song on the radio. You just have to sound nice to the producer, and they put you through. So sure enough, I told a white lie. That um that Tasha was my fiance, uh-huh. and I'm Which with he her. Wishes. And I was also, and then I also threw in that um, we're expecting our first child, mm-hmm. and they, <laughs> so they put me through. And um, I'll just play it for you. It's oh real quick. God. But um, it kind of got out of control, and I felt a little guilty afterwards. Here we go. And who's your song for tonight? Tasha. For Tasha. Okay. What would you like to tell her? I'd like to just um, wish her a Merry Christmas, and we look forward to our first uh, child coming to us. Early next year. She was wow, dying. Though. She was dying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is there a favorite song you'd like to hear for her? Well, um, one of our favorites is Dominic Tadaki. That's a cute song. Yeah. All right. I told her I would make sure that it was played somewhere sometime. It's hard to find. Somewhere, sometime. <laughs> Your fiance is expected. Well, you know, all of us here at Love Songs on the Coast and our friends at Daniel's Jewelers enjoyed your call tonight. We'd like to make you our Diamond Dreams Come True winner tonight. <laughs> no. And we're going to give you a $500 gift certificate toward your very own love. Are you kidding me? Welcome, Dave and Daniel's Jewelers making diamond dreams. You got diamonds. I didn't mean this. Is that my secret Santa? You got me diamonds. Yeah, I give you. I'm gonna give you the five hundred dollar gift card. What are you going to do with that five hundred dollar gift card? I don't have anyone to give it to. I think you should. With, how, does it expire? A, does it expire? I don't know. You should find out if it expires, and if it doesn't expire, you should hold on to it until you're in a relationship, and then you're welcome. I just saved you. Here's the thing: I could never give anything to Tasha that's from Daniel's Jewelers or whatever it is because she'll it's not worth anything if it's free it's not like she won't she'll be like oh you just oh, whatever okay. well why don't here um, call my boyfriend <laughs> get me a I, but what gift. can you even get for $500 can you get something nice like a half of I've never bought jewelry no, for I think that's a girl, like, oh, so. no I mean, a yeah, necklace they make, yeah they make diamond earrings Anna's diamond like necklaces. they make this yeah. thing yeah. It's and, nice. that that ring. Ring. and I counted even if it's free I feel like um, it sounds like a K's jeweler kind of thing right Dave's jewelry wait let's look it up what's it called the place I don't know Daniel's Daniel's Diamonds. I don't know. Listen, so I felt really guilty. Nah, the producers were going to send it to me or whatever. Now they won't. Honestly, well, you know, it was. I sounded so sweet too. I was like, oh my, and she she was all mad. She's like, don't make me your fiance, make me your wife. I was like, it's a hypothetical. She was like, I don't want to be some trashy. Tasha, I agree. Why is she knocked up and you're you're not married? I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone with the radio station because we had left the car, and I'm on the phone with them, and like we're trying to pick out what type of rum we're going to get for the um, the hot cider that we're making. and then like and then like people can see us talking about my fi- my sober fiance right. and then she's pregnant. Oh no, actually an engagement ring at uh, Daniel's Jewelers is $560.95. That so sounds, if you oh that sounds want cheap. to propose. It's definitely uh, This is like a cheap. I mean, yeah, it's I would rather get in, in it, I mean, I, if listen, if it was like Hey, to, poor people need to propose too. If it was to like Ralph's food or something, I would have made uh, like I would have just sought out someone who needed it and swiped it. You know what I mean? Like right, I'd rather right. I'd rather do something nice with it. I, I don't know. Maybe, Wait, maybe the mom. nice thing that you can do with it is maybe any of our listeners. <laughs> Subscribe to us on iTunes. No, maybe oh. we should have a contest. And if someone like... I'm not going to re-gift. No, you're not That's- re-gifting it. It's a gift certificate, but we should have a contest. Because this we, this is a podcast about people that are in love or dating. Right. And if anyone here has a great story... If you're listening to if this, you're, you're listening probably to this. What if they pull a Dave? <laughs> yeah, you know. I'll pay it forward with lies. <laughs> I didn't know. All I wanted was Dominic the Donkey. I wasn't trying to win anything. Right, right, I, right. My, but they my, were so my, touched I got, by that I story. I felt sick. I mean, I was like, oh no. They're like, we want to make you the winner. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. 